Welcome to the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and strategies to help your child sleep. We're here to teach you how to help your child get the sleep they need and experience more rest, peace, and joy in parenting. I'm your host, Jesse Martin, and I hope you enjoy the show. Recently over on Instagram, we got a question from a mom wondering how to transition her two little kids into the same bedroom. I was actually really excited to answer this question because not to brag, but I feel extra qualified when it comes to kids and room sharing because we have had a really unique living situation for the last few years. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk all about how to have your kids transition into sharing a room, and I've got eight tips for you to make it happen. My kids have actually been sharing a bedroom since my second was just a few weeks old. Our family lives in, it's actually my parents' guest house. So we live in a guest house and it only has one true bedroom. And then my husband and I sleep upstairs in a loft. And so we have our three kids sharing the bedroom downstairs. It hasn't been perfect, but it has been a thousand percent better than I ever, ever expected or imagined it could be. Stacey and I laugh because we think God has given me some kind of unique situations with my kids' sleep. So like our house situation and specifically one of my kids has just thrown a lot of curveballs at me with her sleep. And so we laugh because we just think maybe God has given me those situations so I can be a little bit more understanding and equipped to help the parents that we work with at the Goodnight House. I'm hoping today's episode will give other parents hope who either live in a small house like we do or for whatever reason need their kids to share a room. I know it's really common. So let's jump right in and go over our eight tips for having siblings share a room. So the first thing is don't overthink it. Honestly, these tips are not going to be earth shattering. They're pretty common sense and really easy, which is what we go for on the podcast. But I think the biggest tip I have is to do it early on and don't overthink it. You just kind of have to do it. My guess is that it will go much better than you think. And the worst part will be your anxiety about the process leading up to it. I know I was so anxious and I know from working with so many other parents since then that you are probably really nervous too, but really you just need to do it to see that your kids will adapt and do just fine. The second tip is that it's really important to establish good sleep habits with each sibling before having them share a room. So I have one caveat for this. If you are transitioning a really super young baby in with an older sibling, The younger sibling doesn't necessarily need to be sleeping through the night, but they should have some kind of sleep foundation being laid. So I'm talking about newborns here. So our newborn sleep class is a great resource for this. If you are doing the things that we talk about in that class, then you are setting your newborn up for sleep success and you're good to go as far as putting siblings in the same room. But if your baby is older than kind of that, like, I don't know, that really early 12 to 16 week newborn stage, in general, it's going to be much easier if both kids have solid sleep habits and are able to fall asleep and transition through those sleep cycles independently. It is seriously incredible how toddlers can literally sleep through anything. I did not believe anyone when they told me that my oldest would be able to sleep through a screaming newborn, but he did. All three of my kids can sleep through the other two waking up. Like, we can be walking around the room. There has been times where my 
oldest has turned the lights on. We've had kids throwing up and the other two will just sleep right through it and not know that anything is going on. And this is true of most little kids. And I think you'll be really surprised when you do put your kids in the same room and see it happen for yourself. This episode of the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast is sponsored by our free schedule generator that allows you to find your child's perfect daily schedule. All you have to do is answer a few short questions about your child and we will send you their perfect daily schedule as a printable PDF. Head to the show notes for this episode to find the link to our free schedule generator. If your kids do struggle with sleep and they don't have that sleep foundation already laid and you'd like help getting things figured out, we offer one-on-one personalized sleep plans where we can come alongside you to create a step-by-step plan to get your kids four months to preschool age sleeping 11 to 12 hours at night. So if you are wanting to put siblings in the same room but neither kid has super solid sleep foundations, they're not sleeping through the night, there's lots of wake-ups going on, it's going to make that 10 times worse if you try to put them in the same rooms. So definitely you want to get that figured out before you make that transition. My third tip for you is to pick a time that you can lose a little bit of sleep. If your kids have a solid sleep foundation, your transition will probably go really smoothly, but it's probably better to make the transition over a weekend or time where you and your spouse are okay with losing a little bit of sleep. Every kid is going to be different and you might have a few long nights. It's better to stick it out for a week and then get the kids used to their new sleeping arrangements than to start and then have to stop because you can't afford to lose the sleep. Maybe pick a weekend or even consider taking a day or two off of work if you're really worried it's going to be a tough transition. My next tip is sound machines. You cannot have too many sound machines. We recommend setting one up by each child's crib or bed or on either side or or on both sides of the room. Their room will probably sound like a wind tunnel, but it helps us so much. You can check the show notes of this episode for links to our favorite sound machines. We have a couple that we like for different reasons, and we've got three main recommendations for you, and you can get the links to those really easy in the show notes. The next thing is that we recommend putting your kids' cribs or beds as far apart as the space will allow to give what separation you can. And so sometimes that might not be very much at all, and that is okay. We have three kids sharing a room, so we have a kid on each wall, but you could also have their beds just on opposite walls. The next thing you can do is prepare your oldest. If your oldest is enough to understand, sit down with them and explain what's going to happen. You might want to start prepping them a few days before you make the move and then definitely remind them a few times the day of and just have a conversation with them. Just let them know what you expect. Let them know what's going to happen and kind of what the boundaries and expectations are about that sibling being in the room with them. My seventh tip is to have a consistent bedtime routine for both kids. The steps in a bedtime routine will cue your child's brain into the fact that it's time for sleep. It's really important to still do a consistent routine with your kids, even if they're sharing a room. You can do their routine together or separately. I have done different things in different seasons with the different ages of my kids, but I always think it's really special to spend individual time with each kid before bed, even if it's only for a few minutes or to read one short book with them. 
if you want to do them separately, have them take turns looking at books in their bed or crib while you do your routine with one kid and then have them switch. And that might take some practice for them to get used to and for them to understand what you are expecting of them, but they'll get the hang of it within a few nights and it makes bedtime routine so much easier. The last thing I want to talk about is what about nap time? Because nighttime is one thing. Your kids have a pretty high sleep drive at night, but what about during the day when kids sleep a lot lighter? We always recommend tackling nighttime sleep first when transitioning into the same bedroom. With three kids who all have different nap lengths and sleep needs, and since we only have that one bedroom, I've had to get really creative with nap time. It has looked different at different times, At certain times, I've had all three kids napping in the same room when they were on a little bit more of the same nap schedule or the same nap lengths. But right now, my five and three-year-old actually nap upstairs in my room in that open loft space. So I am utilizing our slumber pod. I put it over a floor mattress and that's where my three-year-old sleeps. And then my five-year-old does a rest time in this like little toy kid tent that we got just off Amazon. And I'll link our blog post all about rest time and what to do when your child is ready to transition to no naps because that's a big question that we get a lot. Like, okay, what do we do? My kid's doesn't sleep. If I let them sleep, they're up all night. What do I do? We still need some kind of structure. It's still really good for our kids to have that kind of alone rest time where they're resting their brains and (laughs) their little bodies. So I will link that blog post in the show notes so you can check that out. Depending on your situation, nap time is going to look different for every family and every home, but don't be afraid to get creative. Kids are really resilient and they can adapt to a lot of different sleep environments when you keep the basics of a sleep routine, a dark room, and a sound machine. Like those three things, your kids with just a little bit of practice can probably sleep just about anywhere and they will get the hang of it. I hope this episode has helped give you some ideas and encourage you that no matter what your situation, your kids can share a room and then transition is not as hard as it probably seems like it's going to be. My kids love sharing a room and being with each other at night and for many families, that's their only option. So hopefully this episode helped. Please visit the show notes for any links that I've mentioned in this episode and thanks for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to record a question for us to answer on the podcast, head to thegoodnighthouse.com forward slash podcast. If you want more sleep resources, head to thegoodnighthouse.com for show notes, free resources, and our courses or one-on-one personalized sleep services. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think others might too, would you consider taking a screenshot and sharing it to social media? If you really love the podcast, would you take a minute to leave a review? You can do this right on the Apple Podcast app or on your computer in iTunes. If you don't know how, head to the show notes for a link that will show you what to do. Reviews allow podcasts to be found by others and is the number one way you can support the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast. 